This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, if you work inside the Pentagon, you'll experience almost no COVID-related restrictions. A new crop of White House fellows prepares to start work in the federal government. And there are concerns about a software supply chain provision in the NDAA. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. For the first time since the start of the COVID pandemic, the Pentagon has removed almost all of its workplace restrictions. A memo issued yesterday puts the Pentagon campus and other DOD work sites in the D.C. region into Health Protection Condition Alpha. Among other things, the new status means unvaccinated employees and contractors won't have to take COVID tests, and visitors won't be required to provide proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test before they enter the building. Amid concerns over rising threats against feds, lawmakers asked the Homeland Security Department for more details. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. House Democrats are looking for answers from DHS's Federal Protective Service on the resources it needs to better protect the federal workforce. Lawmakers say threats against feds rose after the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act and the FBI's search of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago club. The representatives ask for details on how FPS monitors threats and how it works to address risks on social media platforms. They also asked about the cost to heighten agency security and if FPS has adequate funding to protect agencies. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The new class of White House fellows will be landing at 15 agencies in the coming weeks. The Biden administration is deploying these competitively chosen young leaders at agencies ranging from the Social Security Administration to the National Security Council. The fellows bring a wide range of experience, including a pediatric dentist, an educator, and a lieutenant for the New York City Police Department. The White House will begin accepting applications for the next class of fellows on November 1st. The Justice Department is adding more firepower to its COVID fraud strike force. DOJ will team with eight other agencies to establish new strike force teams in California, Florida, and Maryland. The interagency team, which includes prosecutors and investigators from the IRS, the Postal Service, and the SBA, will continue to identify resources and techniques to uncover fraudulent actors and share and harness information and insights gained from prior enforcement efforts. Justice says over the last year, the teams have recovered more than $1.2 billion in relief funds from more than 1,500 defendants. Industry associations raise concerns over a software supply chain provision in the 2023 defense bill. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. Four industry associations are sounding the alarm over a provision in the fiscal 2023 defense authorization bill that they say could cause confusion across government and contradict current cybersecurity efforts. The Alliance for Digital Innovation, the Software Alliance, the Cybersecurity Coalition, and the IT Industry Association wrote to House and Senate leaders expressing concern over the DHS software supply chain risk management provision in the House version of the NDAA. The associations say the provision is vague and it's premature to legislate requirements for software bill of materials or SBOMs. 
Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The White House is out with new guidance for securing federal software. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. The Office of Management and Budget is directing agencies to obtain self-attestations from software vendors that they're following secure development practices. OMB says agencies need to inventory their third-party software within 90 days and get the self-attestations for all software they use within one year. The use of software bills of materials and other security artifacts is optional but encouraged. OMB hopes the new requirement will help the federal government avoid future solar winds like cyber attacks. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. A new executive takes her seat at the Health and Human Services Department. Melanie Fontis Rayner is sworn in as director of the Office of Civil Rights, where she's been acting director. The office has a wide portfolio, including health data privacy and patient safety and quality improvement. Rayner was counselor to HHS Secretary Javier Becerra and earlier was a special assistant attorney general and health advisor in the California Department of Justice. The House passes a bill that would take away the Securities and Exchange Commission's real estate leasing authority, giving it to the General Services Administration. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton first introduced the bill in 2011, and it passed out of committee this July. In 2021, the SEC said it would use GSA in future real estate deals. If the bill becomes law, the SEC would be held to that promise. D.C. area military spouses will have an opportunity to meet a growing list of prospective employers. The DOD's Military Spouse Employment Partnership will hold its first-ever in-person job fair in Arlington next month. Over 540 government organizations, nonprofits, and private sector companies work with the program to find job placement for military spouses. The Office of Personnel Management is partnering with the Agriculture Department to host FedsWish a walk to raise awareness about American health challenges and hunger. OPM encourages feds and agencies across the country to participate in the event at the end of the month, put on by USDA's Feds Feed Families initiative. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, September 15, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.